From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, March 12th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Joe Biden announced yesterday he will direct states to make all age groups eligible for the coronavirus vaccine by the beginning of May. Yolanda Harris reports. We reached out to Governor DeWine's office for comment on President Biden's May 1st requirement for every adult to be eligible for the vaccine. And the governor's office says Ohio is on track to hit that milestone before May 1st. Right now, anyone 50 and older is eligible to get the vaccine. And so far, more than 2.1 million have received at least one dose of the vaccine. That's more than 18% of the state population. And more than 10% of the population is fully vaccinated. I'm Yolanda Harris. Governor Mike DeWine announced yesterday the county fairs should be able to open fully this year, but with provisions. Olivia Eugenio has the details. The governor says masks will be required to be worn across the grounds unless you're eating or drinking. Social distancing will also be enforced. That includes at animal exhibits, tables for food, and grandstand seating. Speaking of grandstands, outdoor grandstands will be capped at 30%. Indoor grandstands are only allowed to have 25% capacity. The governor did say it's possible that by the time we get to fair season, we may be off the health orders if things continue to go well. We may be off the uh, health orders. We don't know. So we just hope things continue to go well. In Delaware County, Olivia Eugenio. The Ohio General Assembly earlier this week passed legislation aimed at stripping the governor and health director's powers to issue health orders during a pandemic. Andrew Kinsey says Governor DeWine doubled down on what he intends to do with that legislation. Governor DeWine was adamant he will veto that piece of legislation. Very concerned about the future. I'm very concerned about a future governor and health departments around the state not having the tools they need to keep the people of the state safe. Now, to override a veto, the House needs 60 votes. The Senate needs 20. The Senate passed the bill with 25 votes, while the House had only 57. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohio's number two in charge was in the far northwestern corner of the state yesterday. Emily Cohen was also there. Lieutenant Governor John Husted traveled all the way back to his hometown of Montpelier to get his first shot of the COVID-19 vaccine. Husted says the quicker everyone can get vaccinated, the quicker we can get over the coronavirus, meaning we can get rid of masks and health orders and go back to life as normal. We need to finish this game, get vaccinated, We need to kill this thing once and for all, and we need to get back to normal. But it starts with the vaccinations. Emily Cohen reporting in Montpelier. The Columbus Zoo and Aquarium says one of its workers is out of the hospital after being attacked by a cheetah yesterday morning. Yolanda Harris has the details. The zoo says two staff members were walking four-year-old cheetah Isabel for her daily exercise when another keeper approached, and that's when Isabel lunged toward that keeper. The zoo says no matter how well-behaved these animals are, they are still wild. And I am continually reminding people the one thing, we can train a wild animal but it is impossible to tame them. The zoo has not said what injuries that worker suffered. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
Ohio's unemployment rate was 5.3% in January, down from 5.6% in December. Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the state added nearly 29,000 jobs in January. In all, 5.3 million Ohioans are working and 307,000 are categorized as unemployed. That's down from 321,000 in December. Ohio continues to have a lower jobless rate than the national average, a full point lower. The national rate is 6.3%. Dave James, ONN News. Conservative radio personality Geraldo Rivera has announced he will not run for the U.S. Senate in Ohio just a day after first entertaining the idea on Twitter. Rivera tweeted Wednesday he was considering a run for the seat currently held by Senator Rob Portman. Just over a day later, Rivera took to Twitter to say, quote, After a 36-hour pondering whirlwind, I've decided not to seek public office, end quote. Rivera has lived in the Cleveland suburb of Shaker Heights since 2017. Portman previously stated he will not run for the seat next year, sparking a wave of declarations by Republicans and Democrats alike that they will consider running for his seat. An investigation by a Cleveland television station has linked a Northeast Ohio councilman to a Cleveland bar where a murder occurred last year. Michael Kelly has the details. WOIO Channel 19 is reporting that Euclid City Councilman Marcus Epps' signature matches that of one on a lease for an illegal after-hours establishment. Cleveland police say has been operating in the city for years. A young mother was shot and killed there in October, while surveillance cameras show another man, believed to be Epps, carrying another shooting victim out of the club that same night. Records show the building was leased to the OFC group, who Epps listed as his employer in a newspaper article. So far, police are not naming any suspects in that shooting. Michael Kelly, ONN News. The restaurant industry says it may soon begin to turn the corner following a difficult year. Dave James has more. The Ohio Restaurant Association estimates about 20 percent of Ohio's establishments have closed since the pandemic started. But the curfew's been lifted and opportunities are coming for outdoor dining. Renard Green owns Camelot Cellars, a winery in Columbus. Once the curfew got removed, we're seeing more and more people. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, things are definitely picking up from where they were. They're not where I need them to be yet, but in general... It's going okay. Dave James, I went in news. And like clockwork, daylight saving time strikes again this weekend. It happens at 2 a.m. local time Sunday in most of the United States. Angela Ann has the details. Don't forget to set your clocks an hour ahead, usually before bed Saturday night to avoid being late for Sunday morning plans. With the annual change, sunlight will extend longer into the evening, but the sun will rise an hour later in the morning. No time change is observed, though, in Hawaii, most of Arizona, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Standard time will return by falling back an hour on November 7th. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.